You are listening to Unbreakable Success, episode 35, where we're going to be talking about stepping outside your comfort zone and how to do it. Our guest today is the award-winning author, Andy Malinsky, and we're going to be focused mainly on his new book called Reach, a new strategy to help you step outside of your comfort zone, rise to the challenge, and build confidence. Uh, Andy's an amazing expert. He's an amazing author, a really great guy, and he's been featured all over the place in places like Psychology Today, the Financial Times, the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, Boston Globe, and so much more. But I really appreciate Andy for coming here because he's not just here to try to share the strategies that are in his book, which he is going to do, but he's also coming from a place that we can all relate to because uh, you're going to hear from Andy himself that he himself struggled for a good portion of his life with stepping outside of his comfort zone. And I always appreciate when we get to meet people that they don't just come to us as experts who have it all figured out. They come to us because they relate to what so many of us have been going through. And they're so generous, Andy specifically, so generous with sharing with us the things he's learned along the way that have helped him uh, reach to reach, help him get to a place where he's really having a lot of impact and positively affecting so many people's lives. So thank you, Andy, for being here. Let's jump into the interview. You're going to love this. Andy Malinsky. All right, Andy, welcome. Welcome to Unbreakable Success. I appreciate you joining me on the show today. How are things out there in Boston, Massachusetts? Thanks, sir. Great. Thanks for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. I, 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 when I saw that your, your book, uh, Reach, launched earlier this year in January, am I correct? Yeah, late uh, January. I, I, I absolutely love the topic, the idea of getting out of your comfort zone. And, and for you at home listening, this I, I can tell you right now, um, this will be a topic that hits home and will help because all of us, especially as entrepreneurs, you know, we always find ourselves in a new situation where we're really stretching ourselves and getting out of our comfort zone. And that is a that is a good thing. But it's one of those things we definitely need to get support constantly on. And Andy uh, definitely is is the guy to help you out on that journey. So. Andy, uh, I definitely want to get into the book Reach, but before that, can can we get an idea or let let the listener know how uh, a little bit about you, your background, and what led you up to this particular book that you've written this year? Sure. Yeah. So, so as you can tell, I guess from uh, the, my the background here, uh, <laughs> this yeah. is my office, and this is my this is my office. I'm a, I'm a professor. Awesome. Um, I'm, a, I'm a business school professor at Brandeis University. Uh, I also have a joint, so I'm in the business school and I'm also have a joint appointment in the psychology department. Okay. Um, so the thing though is that I think the reason that I wrote this book was really more personal. Um, okay. You know, I've always struggled stepping outside my comfort zone. Um, uh, you know, I, I was the kid in, in college who never spoke in class. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the heart the heart would be beating out of my chest. I'd be yeah. thinking of saying something and I wouldn't say it. And you know, after college, I struggled, you know, going to networking events, I'd sign up for it. And then, you know, what maybe walk into the into the in, right before the room, see this sort of busy room with all these people talking in this buzz and everyone looked like they were so confident. And I would like turn right around. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know the story and I'm, I'm sure the <laughs> listeners know the feeling we, we tend to be a lot of us tend to be introverts, especially as entrepreneurs. So I think we, all of us introvert or not, we've been there. Yeah, so no, I absolutely, and it's funny. I'm actually technically, I've taken a lot of personality tests. I'm, yeah. I'm actually kind of between the two, really. But yeah. but you know, an introversion expert. But but either way, 
you know, I, I remember in my first uh, professional job, my first job, I was a, I was a professor after getting my PhD, I was a professor at the University of Southern California, USC. Yeah. And um, I, I'd be asked to give talks at cor- corporations and mm-hmm. not because I was great, I think, is mostly because they were looking for a professor, a management professor from USC. And man, I was terrified of doing that. <laughs> and this was like 20 years ago. I, 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 first of all, I was afraid of speaking in public at that point in my career. Wow. Second, and, I, and I, I love doing it now. I do a lot of it. I do a yeah. lot of keynotes and all sorts of stuff. But, but, but 20 years ago, I was terrified. And I also didn't, I felt like an imposter. Like I didn't, I didn't know what I could possibly add to the conversation. And so I remember like looking at, um, they would, you know, they might call and say, you know, oh, you're free on October 24th. And I'd like look yeah. at my calendar. It'd be like a paper calendar. And there'd be like <laughs> literally nothing on October 24th. But I'd be like, I am. Um, <laughs> Really sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, so I've struggled stepping outside my comfort zone. I, the and, and and the other thing that sort of happened that kind of came together for this book was um in 2013 I, I wrote my first book which mm-hmm. was uh, called Global Dexterity. It's it's about adapting your behavior across cultures, acting outside your cultural comfort zone. I, I'd lived yeah. and worked abroad and. And, and that's what that book was about. Um, I got a lot of feedback from that book on social media and in person at talks and various things saying that, you know, this topic of comfort zones, I mean, you know, I talked about in terms of your cultural comfort zone, but yeah. we're saying that this topic really resonated beyond just like, you know, culture. And, you know, yeah. how, how about a, how about a book just about stepping outside your comfort zone? And that's kind of where it became where it was born, that plus then my own experiences. And, you know, that that really got me on it. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty awesome. You know, and you know, I I, I have to point this out because your your education, uh, you got your PhD from Harvard from Harvard, is that correct? Yeah. And and, and your master's from Harvard and, and and even with those, I mean, credentially speaking, I mean, people think it, you know, recognize that for what it is, it's like the holy grail of institutions. But even with with that background and having that um having that education behind you, even you in that position where most people, I'm, I, you may or may not even realize it now, but I'm sure there were and are people that look at you just as soon as they see what's on paper and say, wow, this guy's got to have it together. Um, but I think it's, it, it speaks powerfully to how many of us, regardless of how much we accomplish, we still wind up, you know, feeling at times boxed in and uncomfortable doing certain things and for everybody it's going to be something different and you know as you said for you initially it was things like public public speaking and networking and just feeling relaxed in those environments um but it's i think it's 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 powerful for people to listen and hear that that regardless of what you've done and where you've been and how much you accomplish it's okay to feel like you know wow this this feels awkward at the moment and I'm glad you wrote this book, and I and I look forward to getting into it in, in a second here. You know how you were able to come through that and get to the other side, not just the other side, but to the point where you're now, you know, doing keynote speaking and public speaking as part of your your normal life and writing these books to help others overcome these challenges. So what? Um, and it's it's pretty cool that you got feedback asking for more after you wrote your first book about cultural comfort zones. So. How did this how did this book evolve for you once you realized that it was something that you wanted to do? What what was the Kickstarter for you to figure out where to get going and what to talk about? Yeah, so it's funny, you know, once I um once I, once once it kind of got in my head, 
the idea of writing the book, I realized that I had actually done a lot of research already, like academic mm-hmm. research yeah. on, on stepping outside your comfort zone. For <clears> years, <throat> I had a colleague and I had been studying uh, managers delivering bad news. We'd been mm-hmm. studying police officers evicting people from their homes. Wow. I've been studying doctors performing painful procedures on, on, on little kids. Like this was academic research yeah. that I've been doing. And I, I don't know why it never struck me before, but it was just like, <laughs> it's exactly, I, I've been really like circling around this topic for the longest time. And wow. so, you know, that that's that's where I started in on it. Um, I mean, I started looking at I started looking at what the conventional wisdom was. You know, mm-hmm. if you Google Google comfort zones, and <laughs> yeah. you know, I was just kind of curious. And, and there is a conventional wisdom out there about yeah. it, and I talk about that in the book. And, and but I really wanted to, you know, comfort zones are uh, it's, it's it's obviously a, a topic a lot of people talk about. It's a it's a concept a lot of people throw around. Yeah. But I want I wanted to do something that was like on the one hand pretty substantive and grounded and based on actual research, but at the same time. I didn't want to write it in some, you know, esoteric way that no one would really get. I wanted to make it like super practical, yeah. super, super easy to read, but also have a backbone to it. So that, that, that was my goal. And so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's the book. That's the work. Nice. Very, very awesome. So what are some of the, what are some of, because this book's been out for a little while now, it's, it's, it's yeah. new, but it's not brand new. So, which is kind of good for, for us today because it gives us a chance to, for you to let us know what some of the, the feedback that you've gotten thus far about what seems to be hitting home um, most, uh, first and foremost for people, what's what seems to come to the forefront of people's minds after they do uh, read the book that has been helpful? Yeah, so it's been really cool, actually. Like, like I've started to, um, I mean, I could tell you some of the specific ideas that have really struck people, but... Yeah what's been cool is it's opened up all sorts of directions. Like companies have said, Hey, come and speak. This is a really key topic for us. Or, you know, I've been, I've done keynotes. I've started to do workshops at companies, which is really, really fun. You know? So like, like, I guess what I'm saying is that the, the idea is like resonated, you know, which is, which, which is cool. I I think probably one of the things that like, um, in fact, it's funny, like, as we're talking, I literally just like taught this to MBAs today. So (laughs) it's like, like about like, three hours ago. It's like super fresh in my mind. Um, And I think one of the things that resonates, really resonates with people is, um, is what I call like the the psychological roadblocks, like, like, like why it's hard. And this, this is one of the biggest parts, I think. So the book's basically arranged in three parts. Uh, Part one is like, why is it hard? Part two Mm -hmm. is like, how, how do we avoid it? stepping yeah. outside our comfort zone we're good at doing that yeah. and then the third the third part which is definitely not a throwaway in fact it's the main part of the book which mm-hmm. is w- what you can what you can do about it um, how you can successfully do it but I, I'd say that that one of the one of the parts that that really resonates is the the psychological roadblocks part mm-hmm. so what I found is that there there are five main psychological roadblocks people face w- w- the first is authenticity the idea mm-hmm. that this th- this isn't me remember you're stepping outside your comfort zone yes you know this, this doesn't feel like me. Um, a, a second one is likability. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm worried people won't like this version of me. Mm-hmm. In fact, they might they might hate this version of me. Um, another a third one's competence. I'm, I'm going to be bad at this. And mm-hmm. uh, by the way, it's gonna, it's going to be obvious that I'm bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, a scary uh, one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. You know, and then if you take like authenticity and competence together, you got that imposter syndrome yes. idea. Yes. Um, 
a, fo- a fourth one is resentment. You know, like, why should I have to do this in the first place? And, and people can re- feel really frustrated in certain situations that they have to do it in the first place. And, you know, I can give you some examples of any of these. And then the last one is morality. In certain cases, some people feel like a, you know, like a moral conflict. Like this isn't something that, that feels right to do. In fact, I opened the yeah. book with a story about a, a young a young woman, an entrepreneur, who started a company and in, in, uh, very soon after she ended up having to fire her best friend. Oh, wow. So that was, a, that was a challenge in multiple angles here. One of yeah. them was mor- morality. So the point is, is you got authenticity, you got likability, you got competence, you got resentment, you got morality. And what's been, the, like the feedback you asked about the feedback from the book, like people find this really useful because it like, first of all, it puts some language. Like, yes, of course, it's hard to step outside your comfort zone, but yes. why? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And it, you start to like have some language to talk about it to make sense of your experience. And and then when I do exercises, like I do workshops and companies and stuff, and like people come very quickly to realize that they are not the only ones who feel these things. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's pretty powerful too. So so that's one of the big things. Yeah, one of that's, the big things. It, it's funny you said it when, when people uh, – they hear this, they feel like they're not the only ones as you're reading off that, that five, the list of five things. And I'm thinking like, wow, he wrote this for me because I mean, at, at, <laughs> yeah. at so many different parts in, in my journey through, through coaching and speaking and doing the show, like I've had moments of, of all of that, you know, where you wonder, um, you know, is this, this isn't really me. I've never done this before. This isn't my thing. And we all have our own ways of verbalizing it, but it, it very much, uh, for me, and I'm, I'm willing to bet that that you know the person listening right now is nodding their head and thinking as as to where that fits for them in their life, whether it's in their business or their personal life, because it it, it is a very common, and I can tell you from my experiences with dealing with people, these are definitely the topics that come up. You know, um, um, even the resentment, you know, worrying about succeeding if you do step outside of that comfort zone and and you try to you know, build that business that suddenly blows up and becomes financially really successful. And suddenly you're in a different, you know, tax bracket. And there's that fear of, of resentment because of, because stepping outside of your comfort zone worked. And then now mm-hmm. you have other people in your circle that haven't yet. And that's a real fear for people mm-hmm. um, in so many ways. So um, I, I love those topics and I think people can really connect with them. So what's some of the, uh, what's the second part of the, um, the book because i know because I, I definitely want to get to the last part to how do we deal with it what can we do about it yeah what yeah was this, what was the second stage uh of, Se- of the book? Sec- second part is how we avoid it okay <laughs> like, awesome you know that like, helps. like uh, you know like we're, we're uh you know what our avoidance mechanisms are and, and yeah. that that that's also a good a good sort of eye-opener for people yeah uh so you know like like you know, there's a range of ways people avoid it. So, sometimes it's literally not doing it. Like me with a with a with a opportunities to uh, give keynotes 20 years ago, I would like literally <laughs> not do it. But you know, but sometimes it's 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 a little bit more subtle than that. So maybe mm. maybe maybe you do whatever it is, but only halfway or part way. Mm. That's another that's another way of avoidance. Like you know, deliver only part of that negative feedback. Yes. You know. Yeah. Or or maybe you um maybe you uh, substitute. The, the, the thing that you're afraid of for something else that that's easier but probably less effective like mm. like I talk I, I talk I've talked with a lot of people who, who feel very uncomfortable like making sales face to face or meeting people or networking and so instead they'll like go on Facebook and send out a post or, or do mm. an email email blast or something which and by the way those things aren't bad obviously right social media or email but but it's not a perfect substitute for the in person right. 
So so that's a good example of like, I call it like imperfect substitution. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's almost, it's that good enough factor, right? Like, look, I did it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. 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 Um, you know, it could be passing the buck, you know, we know, you know, having, having someone else do something that really probably should be us. And, you know, then sometimes it's just, um, it's just rationalizing, like, you know, saying, you know, it's not that important. It's not that important for me to, to start a podcast or it's not that important for me to public speak or it's not that important for me to do X, Y, or Z or whatever it is. When in fact, you know, if it probably is, if if you want to achieve your goals, if you want to grow and learn and develop and, Mm -hmm. you know, probably is. So, so, so there are a variety of ways we avoid. And and, and what's nice about that piece of it is just a, again, a way to kind of, to kind of name it. You know, yes. to own 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 it. <laughs> yeah, call it for what it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We do, we we do plenty of times, and you know, I can raise my hand first and foremost and say I've I've done it before, where you just you try to soften the reality of what you're doing when you avoid something that in your gut you know you should be and could be doing, but there's that you know that that hesitation. It's something you haven't done before. It's outside of your comfort zone. So you're right to use your, the word you use. We, we rationalize it, uh, and and then we we find ways. We become very skilled in the avoidance tactics that you've mentioned. So what are what are some of the things? And, and obviously you you've lived this, and uh, and I'm you know I, I got to commend you for for being here today and being where you're at, having come through all this over the past decades and doing so much work, and probably not even as you said, you didn't realize how much of this you been researching over the years so when it came time to to write the book on it you kind of looked over your shoulder and say oh man I, I've kind of in many ways in some in some many ways you kind of had already written a book you just had to put all the pieces together so how can how can people take this uh, recognizing these things and and what it is and what they've been doing to avoid it and get over the hump and and really get through what they need to do to accomplish things that they actually want to do. Yeah, that's that, that's the heart of the book. I just want to say w- w- one quick thing first. What you just you just hit on something interesting, which is, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of um, I think a lot of writers, uh, researchers, or artists would probably tell you that, you know, it's like the things that they become compelled with and focus on are things that they themselves struggle with. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's true. that's the that's that's what often drives you. So I think that's, yeah. it's not a surprise ultimately that, that I wrote a book about this. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. anyways, in terms of like what I found, now again, I should, I should say, I mean, I, I researched, um, you know, doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, executives, managers, gosh, you name it, priests, rabbis, teachers, students, even a goat farmer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I know. That was a funny backstory. Actually. I was on vacation with my family and, uh-huh we were visiting a farm and the goat farmer was starting to tell me this story. And she was like, and it was exactly about stepping outside our comfort zone. I wow. like my, my wife and kids are like mortified, but I'm like, you know, Hey, can I, can I call you an interview? <laughs> so, that is so cool. <laughs> anyways. Uh, so, 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 so what can you do about it? Um, I found three, three core things that kind of distinguish people who are successful for unsuccess for, from unsuccessful. The yeah. first was the, the, they're all begin. I, I, I had them all begin with C. The three okay. C's, just just to kind of keep it simple. The the first is conviction, mm-hmm. you know, having that deep sense of purpose. Um, you remember, this is something that's against the grain of what you would typically and comfortably do, and in in conviction gives you that deep sense of purpose, almost like you know psychological permission. 
to, you know, it, it doesn't erase the discomfort, but it gives you that motivation, that drive to, to kind of, um, to, to take action despite the discomfort. So, you know, in some cases that, that, that conviction is professional. You know, I've always, I, I know I've always wanted to start a business. It's always yeah. been a dream of mine, or I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur, or becoming a manager is really important to me, whatever it might be. Um, other cases, it's personal. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for, for me, actually, to be honest, I, I, I think a lot of times my, for step nowadays in my life, stepping outside my comfort zone, it's very personal. I have a, I have two kids. I have an 11 and a 13 year old, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and I'm always trying to coax them outside their comfort zones, you know, <laughs> you know in an age appropriate way, right? Yeah, you know, sure. like, but, uh, <laughs> but then if I look like, look at myself in the mirror and like I am avoiding things and, yeah. you know, I, I feel like, you know, what kind of role model am I? And, and, and I feel that, and that really, really motivates me. So, you know, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, whether it's a combination, you know, find your source of conviction, own it, embrace it. It's something that you have. It's a resource. So that yeah. that's, that's, that's the first, first of the seeds. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, that's, that's, that's powerful stuff. And, and, you know, to, to what you said a moment ago, you know, I, I agree with you. The things that sometimes the things we wind up teaching and feel most passionate about are the things that historically for ourselves and our own story we've had personal struggles with and you know i i i can definitely relate to it i mean this podcast unbreakable success you know growing up i never felt i didn't feel like a success i actually felt like an outcast of somebody you know one of those people who would never be able to achieve it for a whole variety of reasons so it became something that's really important to me and you know i've had my own my own journey through it so i i totally relate and and it's funny if I, you know, I think about the people that I've I've met over the years and the people who are achieving things and doing things that are uh, that aren't just jobs. They're passionate uh, about what they're doing and and, and they're writing like you or, and speaking like you and doing all kinds of things where they're they're impacting people um, in a way that's important to them. There's a story there that you yeah. know was was really important to them and they do have, as you said, a strong sense of conviction. Uh, about what they're doing and why they're doing it and that's that's pretty powerful so um you know hopefully as as you guys are are listening right now on the show i I got a funny feeling there's something in there if you're if you're working on something passionate and you're maybe on the fence about it because you're dealing with this comfort zone you know you're definitely not alone so i I appreciate you andy for for bringing that point up because it's it's something we can a lot of us can relate to so what's uh what's the second c that we can we can do uh, after we have our conviction yeah, the second C is, um, I have to say this is like probably like the most, I don't know, like the most surprising and kind of ex- exciting thing that mm-hmm. I found. Uh, I didn't anticipate it, but it just kept popping up and up again. And I call it customization. Mm. And it's it's almost like the idea of like, um, like you're, you're, you buy a pair of pants at a store or a blouse or a dress or whatever, and, 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 you, and it doesn't fit you perfectly, but you bring it to the tailor and the tailor customizes it to fit you. Mm. It's, a, it's, it, it's the same idea. You can take a yeah. situation and you can make that situation fit you just a little bit better. Because again, all this stuff really, to be honest, the point of the three C's is not to like solve the problem. It's not to make you go from fearing something to like totally, you know, embracing it what it yeah. really is meant to do is it meant it's meant to nudge you to give it a try mm. that is that's the goal here and i'll explain why that's the goal in a minute but so customization you can tweak your body language you can sometimes bring a prop to a situation for years i used to i don't have it with me i'd show you but i used to bring a lucky ring it was a ring that um 
the stone in the ring was a ring that my, uh, I'm sorry, the stone was a stone my great uncle found on the beaches of the South Pacific in World War II. Wow. Uh, and he always used to wear, so that he had the, the stone made into a ring. He always used to wear that ring when I was a kid, and, and I learned what it was about, uh, and it sort of to represent courage to me. Yeah. And, and, and he, um, he eventually had Alzheimer's, and in his, his, he wasn't wearing the ring, and his wife gave me the ring, knew, knew I admired it, and, and wow. I, started, I started wearing it um, when I was giving presentations you know, a long time ago. And, it, and no one, of course, knew what it meant, but to me it meant courage. And, yeah. like, and so that's an example of me customizing that situation, like putting my little own personal spin on it. In fact, th- this time it was kind of private, but, but that really made a difference for me. Yeah. Um, you can stage the context, um, you know, I, uh, there, there, there are ways you can tweak the context, you can play with timing, like when I used to give speeches early on, I used to always arrive early, mm-hmm. I used to always like meet people at the beginning, so that I wasn't ultimately speaking to a group of strangers, I was speaking to a, actually a couple people I've met. That's brilliant. Uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot yeah. of ways you can, so my point here is that you have more power, like oftentimes things outside our comfort zone feel powerless, but you actually have more power than you think to like tweak. Yeah. And that's, that's what customization is. I love that. that wow, that's, that's so powerful. I mean, to, to, I love the example of the ring where you, you I mean, that's an, that was an anchor for you, yeah. uh, an anchor of courage. And uh, th- I think it's really wise for, for all of us to take, to take that into consideration because it, if you can, it, it's not just a matter of, it's not always a matter of just, blasting through the wall and doing it but we can use our intelligence so and say okay if i'm going to do this how can i do it in a way that's a bit more comfortable for me so that's i, I love that concept and it's def it's something that's definitely doable uh in our own way for for each of us so because this isn't one of those one size fits all things so exactly. I, I love the i love the idea of of making our own decision about how to get how to get rolling with it so what's the go ahead i'm sorry I was just going to say I'm going to customize our interview now because uh, <laughs> the the automatic lights in my office just turned off. Ah, cool. Yeah, there we okay. go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to love the energy conservation, man. <laughs> <laughs> we got the lights back on. So the the third the third C is clarity, and this is okay. a pretty this is a simple one, but it's an important one too. I think often what I find is oftentimes when people are stepping outside their comfort zone, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they're afraid of doing it their fear kind of overtakes their rationality and they start to, they start to think of catastrophizing. They start to think of the worst case scenario. Like, you know, I'm I'm not going to give a public speech. I will just faint on stage. I'll look like a fool. This will be the worst thing you've ever seen. I'm never, never doing it. They speak in always and never and worst cases. And, you know, I think what, what I found distinguished people who were able to take that leap and, and nudge themselves to take the leap was, sort of like the ability to capture that middle ground perspective, mm. the most real, the realistic perspective, you know, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, be the best Ted talker ever. I'm, you know, I'm probably not going to faint either. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be you know, somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll learn a lot and I'll bet you the next time I try it, I'll be better, you know? Yeah. So, so, so clarity as an anchor was key. And so you've, you've got, I'll say one more, one last thing here is like, you've got, conviction you you, you you embrace your source of conviction you've got customization find those tweaks those one or two tweaks that work for you clarity like try to embrace the middle ground perspective yeah. on what happened you put those in place that'll nudge you to trying whatever it is that you're afraid of instead yeah. of avoiding it you'll try it and that's where the power comes the power yeah. comes from 
trying it because I cannot tell you how many times I heard stories of people saying that they were afraid to try something, they applied strategies like these, they eventually were able to take the leap, and they had some self-discoveries when they tried it. For example, this isn't as hard as I thought it was, or I'm actually a little bit better at this than I thought I was, right? But never, and then those, of course, encourage you to try it again, but you'll never be able to have those learnings or self-discoveries unless you try it. And that's the power of the three C's. They nudge you to actually sort of increase the odds of trying it, essentially. Yeah. I love that. That's that's powerful. I always, I always say, you know, a lot of times, if, a lot of times the reasons people don't ever get started in doing something they want to do is because they refuse to allow themselves to be an amateur. You know, there's that yeah. there's that fear of just not being the the greatest, you know, TED talker, the greatest speaker, the greatest singer, the best author, and because they don't believe they'll come out of the gate as the absolute best at it, they don't want to be looked at as an amateur. And but the, all those people that we're admiring that are the best at it, they were amateurs, exactly. <laughs> and they just kept going. So I I love the idea of clarity to to really understand that you know there, there there is a process and you know the things that we usually worry about the most they're probably not going to be that bad and as as you said and spoke to it a lot of time most of the time once you get started you realize it's not that bad and you immediately start seeing things like you know what next time i do that i'm going to tweak this because i think i can do that a little bit better yeah. and then it just steamrolls i'm sure i have no doubt you experienced that once you started getting on stages and speaking Oh, and, no uh, question. Yeah. You know, that's the, and I, I'm, I still go through that right now, doing the show all the time. I'm always, you know, listening and saying, ah, oh, man, I could have done that better. Could I, I should have asked this question. It's a process. Yeah. But to have the clarity to realize that the world isn't going to fall apart if you're not that good right away. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, you're not going to be the first amateur that ever existed. Uh, I think that's that's a big a big deal in getting things going. So. Look, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I definitely appreciate your time, and you've given us a lot. I definitely want to give you a chance to um, let people know how to get a hold of you. But I got, I got to fire off these four questions real quick before we wrap up. Uh, you awesome. okay with that? Yeah, let's, right, let's go for it. Cool. This is a unbreakable success. It's a virtual mastermind, so I got to hit you with the hot seat questions. The first one is real simple. What's a big challenge that you've had uh, in in your in your journey as as being an author and a speaker and as a professional and all the things you've done professionally, what's a big challenge that you had that stands out in your mind and how did you? What's a quick expl- explanation of how you were able to handle it? I, I think self promotion is the big yeah. one. I yeah. I'm not a big self promoter. I, I I I'm kind of modest. I would say in general. And I, you know, when I wrote my first book, I, I had this naive idea that you press send and, you know, the, the whole world, <laughs> the of world will come, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I, I realized I had to be on social media. I was not on any social media as of 2013, nothing. Wow. And I've built it all up and I've, I've learned to like, you know, send out, you know, tweets and posts and so on and so forth, you yeah. know, saying sort of, in a sense, advertising all the great things I've done. And er- yeah. still today, it like feels so uncomfortable to do. But, yeah. you know, that that's a big one because you kind of have to do that. You have to be your yeah. own brand and stuff. But it's, you know, if, if that's not comfortable to you, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah it's, it's important. I, I commend you for that because I, I, I get how awkward that feels. <laughs> but, you know, what you're doing is a service and you can't serve people that never heard of you. So right. It's, That's conviction, it's, by the way. What you just said is yes. conviction. Yeah, and I, I think the the example, um, you know, I think I think it was Marie Forleo. 
she's the she's from B school and she had this analogy that you know when you get to that position where you're worried about uh, self-promotion or not just remember are you shining a light on yourself and what you're worried about or are you shining a light on the people you're looking to serve and as long as you keep the people you serve in the light and that's the priority then everything else you don't have to worry about. So I appreciate you sharing that. It's definitely something a lot of us can relate to, I'm, I'm sure. So make sure you hook up with uh, Andy on social media after you get off, after we end this yeah, episode. Yeah. Um, uh, second question, what's something that either in your business or personal life that's really working right now, something that lights you up and, and you're really loving and you'd like to share? Something that's really working well. Yeah, so I'm actually so so sort of on the same topic that we're talking about. Yeah. I I I started my own little business this year. Nice. And and I'm starting and I'm creating online courses, online training oh, essentially beautiful. for stepping outside your comfort zone. And I'm about I would say I'm about 80% done launching most likely now we're in uh September 2017 uh, launching I think probably January 2018 okay. so in other words like 3 4 months from now and it's it's working it's it's working well it's so fun like I love yeah. doing it it's like yeah. I I'm creating the videos I'm creating the tools I'm like it's just really fun to do I, I awesome. actually like being on video anyways it's and I and I really feel like the idea of being able to impact people at a scale yeah. is so cool so so I'm, I'm really enjoying that awesome I, I love to hear that and definitely you definitely got to let us know when that, that launches live I'd love to you know make sure I share we share it with everybody and, and support you in that project so that's really good awesome. to hear so I think my next question may be that so I'm going to see if you can pick something else what's next on the horizon for for you Andy what's what's <laughs> what's the next big thing I'm going to make you say something you haven't done haven't started doing yet what do you see on the horizon that you'd love to accomplish but well, I mean, the online course is what I would have said. But I would say if if we put that off the table, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be book three, and I okay. don't know I don't know what it is yet. Okay. <laughs> so and, so and I I have to tell you, there are a lot of authors. Well, first of all, there are a lot of authors who don't write their own books. Yeah, uh, that's not yes. me. I, I write. I actually love writing. Uh, so so I actually like I like my absolute favorite thing is to have like a cool book idea and like and and, and write it. it I awesome. love doing it. So, you know, the, I'm kind of kicking around ideas. I'm not sure what I want to write about, but but that's 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 on the horizon. So, okay. any send me any ideas. Can, can, <laughs> how about this? Can you give us two possibilities and then and then we'll 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 contact you on your website to just tell you what we think. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I you know, I I honestly don't know. I don't okay. know. It's going to it's going to be Somewhere around, you know, my, my area is like business and psychology and yep. helping people learn to do things that are hard and challenging okay. but worthwhile. And so in awesome. that space. But, uh, yeah, any ideas, welcome. The light, the light bulb's <laughs> going to come on, I have no doubt, especially when you get past this big project with the online courses. That's going to be really yeah. cool. So the most important thing, um, the most important question I can ask for everyone is to how can we get a hold of you to support you and what you're doing and, and get support from you and, and learn from you a little deeper? Where can they go? Yeah, so I got a website. It's um, it's www.andymolinsky.com, uh, and my name is spelled A N D Y M O L I N S K Y dot com. Okay. Um, it's I got lots of uh, lots of articles. So I write for Harvard Business Review and Inc. dot com and Psychology Today and LinkedIn and you know I like I do a lot of writing. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so I, I I got all sorts of like um, you know video quizzes and tools and you and you know all, all sorts of resources there, free resources. Yeah. So, so that's that's a great place to go. And then, you know, I'm, I'm pretty active. Uh, I told you how I wasn't active on <laughs> on social media, but You're in you it know, now. In, in 
three or four years. I, you know, I've, I've geared up. I'm uh, LinkedIn and Twitter and and, and Facebook. Um, I have an author page. So yeah, I'd love to connect with people. Great. So um, yeah. Well, listen, uh, everybody listening, if you go to AaronKeithHawkins.com, just type in Andy A N D Y, and you'll have access in the show notes to to every way to connect with Andy his website, all his free content. I can, I can definitely, uh, I can vouch for, I, I think I downloaded today. You had 10 questions on, uh, yeah. on, uh, breaking to help you get through your comfort zone, break through your comfort yeah. zone. And it was really, really, it, it struck home. You know, I read it. I'm like, you know, this is really good stuff. And it really, it really got me a little bit more excited about today's interview. Cause I knew you were going to deliver something really amazing for us. And you certainly have. So, um, uh, we're going to run, but I definitely want to take a second to, to just recognize you for what you've been doing to help people uh, in their own lives deal with something that so many of us deal with, but very seldom talk about, uh, which is this topic of getting out of our comfort zone. I, I, I think most people, um, in my experience, and I'm sure you've, you've noticed the same, kind of go around in their comfort zone, and, and it's almost like they're looking over this fence, and they know they want to get to the other side. And for you to take your own experiences, at least in part, and create something like this to help other people really accomplish the, the missions and, and the dreams and the goals that they want to get to and kind of build that door for them. Uh, I, on behalf of everybody listening, I just want to let you know we appreciate what you do and definitely want to stay in touch and look forward to seeing more from you and definitely look forward to uh, checking out your course in a few months when it's live. So. Uh, keep in touch definitely with Andy on his website. So Andy, thank you so much for your time. Uh, any last words for the listeners, please? Yeah, n- nothing other than that. I really, uh, you know, genuinely enjoyed the conversation. It was really yeah. fun to talk. So yeah, definitely I appreciate connect. it. Definitely. Yeah. We'll stay in touch and everybody, please make sure you check out Andy's website. Like I said, just hop on my website, AaronKeithHawkins.com. Type in Andy and reach out to him and give him a big thank you for sharing so much today. Andy will definitely be in touch, and we'll talk to you real soon, okay? Sounds great. Thanks a lot. All right, buddy. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining Andy and I in this episode of Unbreakable Success. If you love today's topic, if stepping outside of your comfort zone is something you want more help with and specifically want to hear more about it from Andy, please make sure you stop by AaronKeithHawkins.com. Andy has an entire interview series called The Reach where he interviews thought leaders like Simon Sinek, Lolly Daskal, Ron Carucci, Stu Friedman, and so many more about their own experiences with getting outside their comfort zone. So if you wanna learn more about this perspective from people that have been there, done that, uh, and have so much experience and they have a really a lot a lot of great information to share so stop over to aaronkeithhawkins.com forward slash 35 look in the show notes i got a link i'll have a link in there to andy's series called the reach and andy's doing great things i hope you go out and get his book today and by the way if you haven't done so yet please make sure you hit subscribe uh and leave a review and a rating for the show so you don't miss any episodes of unbreakable success I sincerely love you and appreciate you for being here. And I can't wait to talk to you next time. Until then, please make sure you take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep on creating the best life of your life. I'm Aaron Keith Hawkins, and I will talk to you next time.